You tell me. You can. No, hear no. Me. You tell me. I'm well, thank Bill and you. Ted, Bill, and, Bill and Ted face the music. I saw Bill and Ted face the, the music. trailer the for it. What do you think? I, they I, look I, aged. I had no, I had no escape because I was in the cinema at the time. Cinema. The Who did you go with? Who did you go with? I went with Ben. I went with Ben. Make right. me sick. Yeah, man. and. Uh, Ben, if you can. Hear I mean, this. I watched the I watched the trailer and I looked yeah. at him and I said, no, it, it looks right. kind of cringe. No, no, it, do you, you like cringe? This is the thing: is cringe but is your thing? But it's not meant to be cringe. This is no, it's I, not I, meant I, to I, be. Cringe. It must be. It must. No, be. it can't. I mean, with their it daughter. Can't. I mean, I don't know. No, it looked. Uh, it looked I okay. There I think was, the there casting, a couple of jokes that made the me casting smile. of no, um, no, no, William Sadler as Death. I can't recall if he actually played Death in the earlier one. Did he? Was yeah, he, he actually played? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that—I mean—that was a really good moment when he's uh, playing uh, tic tac, uh, hops, hopscotch. Your shalices are yeah, then. yeah. No, so he's. Um, well, I think I'm going to have to watch it because I enjoyed Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey. Yeah. Quite a lot, so I'm going to have to watch it. But I—I I, I mean, the, I'll tell you the trailers that came up. Okay, so the trailers that came up for me were the Black Widow. Yeah, which Scarlett Johansson. Are you, are you gonna? No, I can't be um, Bill and Ted's yes. most excellent adventure. I think it's called. Is it excellent adventure or most excellent? No, face the music. Oh, sorry, Bill and Ted's face the music. Yeah, what yeah. am I talking about? Bill and Ted face the music. There was a Deep Impact slash Armageddon remake. I thought that looked okay. Yeah, <laughs> it uh, looked. Ben Ben also thought yeah. it looked okay. I was a bit. Mm, well, isn't this just Deep Impact remade? Yeah, but it, it looked, had that feel to it me. It looked. A bit of deep, deep impact, Armageddon, deep and pan. the really terrible 2012. Uh, or the the thingy, London is down, or one. No, of those no, 2012. Projects. The film is called 2012. Oh right, okay. It's about the end of the world. It's got Woody Harrelson in it, and it's got no, seen what's it. his name from Gross Point Blank in it. Oh, and um, High Fidelity. Yeah, I can never remember. His yeah, name. yeah, yeah. I know the, the Cusack. Yeah, John, John Cusack. John. Yeah, John Cusack's yeah. in it as well. Yeah. And what was the other one? I don't know. It was a, no. It was another. Bond. Um, James no, it was. Bond. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Rubbish. Did well, well, I mean? Did you see the? Did you see the no, first one? No. I just can't. I can't do it. I can't. No. I can't. Um. I I saw the trailer for Bond. James yeah, and Bond. Bond. I can't looks, do it anymore. Man. I think I, I probably this would probably be my last. I can't do it. Last I, I gave you know when Bourne came out. Yep. You Bond just about lost Bond. its appeal completely for me, and. I know everyone raves about Casino Royale. Yeah, I did. I did I, like Casino Royale. I thought it was rubbish. Oh wow! Okay. I mean, so I genuinely have, thought it was rubbish. You must have watched. I was bored. You must have watched um, just a Royale with cheese, as opposed to Casino Royale. If I watched Royale. a Royale with cheese, I would be uh, having a very uh, tasty, nutritional breakfast. Mm-mm, that is a tasty burger. <laughs> that is a tasty, tasty burger. Okay. Um, accent. I'm not going to do the accent, and I, I'm hoping that you will get this. As for the charges against me, I'm unconcerned. I'm beyond their timid, lying morality, and so I am beyond caring. I know this. It's recent as well. It's, I mean, could be, possibly. Who knows? I can repeat it to you. It's a killer. A killer says it. As for the charges against me, I'm unconcerned. I'm beyond their timid, lying morality, and so I am beyond caring. I know it, man. I've heard it recently. Can I give you another quote? Yeah, give from, me from, the, from, the, from this movie. What do you call it when the assassins 
accuse the Apocalypse assassin. Apocalypse now. I knew, I knew. I knew. We have to be merciful. I knew. I knew. <laughs> I knew. I knew. <laughs> you didn't see? get it though. I know, but I should have really, shouldn't <laughs> yeah, I? Yeah, you should have. Wow. Because uh, considering it's in your top, <laughs> trying to top trying to show me up there in front uh, of no, I was, uh, our two listeners. Yeah. No, because because of your last week, uh, last week's ode to um, Apocalypse Now, I thought I'd the drop horror. it in, and you didn't get the it, dude. Disappointed. Yeah. Disappointed. And hello to you all out there. Welcome, listeners, to Movies, TV and Tangents Show. I'm Ibs and he's Raz. Say hello, Raz. Hello. We hope you and yours have been well during these rather U-turning and school starting of times. Mm. Last week was our 17th, dude. 17th. (laughs) And uh, if we were an adult rating, then today would be our... 19th? No, 18th. PG-13? Needless to say... Needless to say... Any needles? Needless to say, we will not be rebu- reviewing Apollo 18. 18. Wonder what happens in that. Nor will we be reviewing the Netflix original 18 Presence, 1898, Our Lost Men in the Philippines. Don't even ask me. I, I literally punched an 18 into IMDb, and these were the only three movies that came out. Um, we will, however, be reviewing um, Tenet, Project Power, I'll Be Gone. In the dark, or as I like to call it, and I'll be gone in the dark. Doesn't work. <clears throat> Told you it doesn't work. Lord of um, Lord of War, Big Lebowski, and Zodiac. Remember, if you'd like to get in touch and take part, then you can do so by contacting us at Movies TV's Tangents on Instagram, and you can download the latest podcast spot on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts. Just search Movies TV and Tangents. Now, sir. Now. You and I both watched this movie last week. Mm-hmm. The new Christopher Nolan movie, of course, the director of the Dark Knight trilogy, Inception and Interstellar, the Blu-ray which you have taken back from me and that was gifted to me by yourself. Technically, technically, what? I'm not taking it off you for good. I'm borrowing it off you. So I will give it back to you. Technically, I am lending it to you. Yeah. You're not borrowing it from me. Well, I'm borrowing it from you. You're no, lending I'm it to lending me. it You're to the lendee. No, I'm no, the borrower. I, I am the lender. And I'm the borrower. That's y- what I said. You, no, you are not a small person who hides in a shoe or in a hole somewhere. That'd be cool, though. Borrowers. You Have me? you seen uh, Arietti? No, I haven't. So, um, Tenet, 2020, two and a half hours, action, sky-fi. Mm. Um, Nolan's newest, starring John David Washington, Robert Pattinson, and Elizabeth Debicki, um, and Kenneth, and Kenneth, my old mate Branagh. Branagh. Um, do you want me to talk about it first, and do you want to go? Uh, no, I, have, I'm, I'm, I have a feeling there's there's a lot <laughs> on your mind. There's there's some things that you want to get off your chest. Mine is going to be long. So, so is your I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. So I, all I will say are you is happy the premise of the film. Are you then happy you go me, and then Are you, I'll are go, you okay? happy for me to come in and out, right, or do so you want me to give a very armed brief with only one word, tenet, and fighting for the survival of the entire world? A protagonist journeys through a twilight world of international espionage on a mission that will unfold in something beyond real time. Now, this is protagonist with a P because that is his name. Yeah. As opposed to... Well, you never hear it. It's like um, yeah, but Layer Cake. It's like those kind of films where you never hear the individual's the name. The man with no name. Yeah. As in... He's, he's just, just the man. He, he's not. He's just the guy. Yeah. The guy. That, so, the protagonist. But then he actually refers to himself as the protagonist it, towards later the end, on. Towards yeah. the end, yeah. Okay. Um, all yours, Nolan. Lover. Well... I watched this. <laughs> okay, hold, hold on. Did you like it, yes or no? I watched this. Okay, go on. 
in Dolby 2D. Okay. All right. The selling point of Dolby 2D is basically it's 4K resolution on a cinema screen. Right. So no cigarette butt marks to change over the ta- uh, the projection uh, the project to the projectors this and it's the sound is Dolby Atmos. It was incredibly loud. The picture was amazingly displayed on the screen. Mm-hmm. I must have missed about 30 minutes of dialogue in this film. I just could not hear it. Okay? After the film ended... Did you take the wax out of your ears? I did. All right, okay. I, I didn't, but that shouldn't be the issue. So okay. after the film ended, mm-hmm. I left the cinema and I was looking for a manager. That bad? Right. Whoa. Okay. Genuinely, genuinely, right? Okay. I'd never experienced this before in my you miss this entire because, life. Because the right? So the person I was with... too I, loud? You, What's you the problem? could not hear. You just could not hear what they were saying. What's and what do you mean? Let me, let me continue, uh, yeah. right? So I, I, the manager wasn't about, so I went back into the cinema, and you know now you gotta, you got to take all your stuff and, and dump before you just, yeah, just yeah, leave. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. There was a chap there, Hashtag and I said, I said to him, I said, listen... Um, I don't want any money or anything like this. I'm not looking for any any kind of thing. But I I couldn't hear about 30 minutes of dialogue in this film. And the mm-hmm. guy said to me, it was exactly the same for me, right? And there is a genuine problem if you go. And I did go on the message boards and on the internet. Okay. And there was a problem with the way in which it's Chris filmed? N, Chris Nolan, yep. has recorded the dialogue in this film, okay, and the VFX. Right, so the, so, so the there is actually are too a problem. Loud. The, it's and just overpowered. It's, the, exactly, so they're, they're looking the, for a fix and words. things like this. Then okay. I spoke to the manager, said exactly the same thing to him, and he said, "Listen, it is it, you're not the first to say this okay. to me. It's something that is 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 in all cinemas." So I said, "Listen, so if I was to see this in just a normal uh, 2D screening, mm-hmm. uh, not Dolby 2D, yep. would it be the same?" He goes, "We've had complaints even in that." Okay, so so that's I am way, technically th- that's so the way it's been made. Th- that's the way okay. it's been made. Right, okay. okay. And the other thing is, is, is there was no, there was no popcorn at the concession stand. Can you okay. believe that? Right. First of all, Odeon Lux paying nearly thirty pound for two tickets, no sweet popcorn. They ran out of popcorn in a cinema, which vexed me. So things weren't starting off on a, on a good. No, foot no, here, I can see how they'd right? be uh, mildly. But I was still psyched for this film. Really psyched for this okay. film. Okay. Like PJ and Duncan. PJ, and, yeah. Okay. So I was getting ready to rumble. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my eyes the film has no heart all right the film has no uh, emotional impact right it is ludicrous beyond the point of ridiculousness can i just say there are there are tears building up in your eyes I, right I, now. honestly yeah. i i was i was hurt Heart, i mean the entire day today i've been vexed i've been annoyed yeah. Yeah, all right yeah. little things just bugging me and stuff yeah. And it's because he is taking us. He is taking us mm. for mugs. Remember when we reviewed Inception a couple of we- <laughs> a couple of weeks you're ago? So upset, right? I remember yeah. when we reviewed yeah, yeah, Inception. Yeah, yeah. A couple yeah. Of, yeah. And I said yeah, to you, you said the first thing, the films. first thing I thought when I came out of the cinema was, "Wow, yep. what kind of individual is able to think of such wondrous?" Things you did and say that amazing premises. Okay. Yes. Now this is self-flagitary in the most extreme way. This is clever and sophisticated and avant-garde for the sake of it, Mm. okay? The two, maybe three big twists 
I saw coming a mile off. Okay, um, Kenneth Branagh, who usually <laughs> the way you've you even can set Kenneth your, Branagh, yeah, yeah, you can usually <laughs> set your watch by the guy, yep. yeah, because he's yep. he's not going to turn in a performance. All right, now have you seen Triple X with Vin Diesel? You probably I, I, have. I, I, n- excuse right? me. You probably have. No, it's one I, of those films. I, I it's one of those films. I haven't. Lies. He's seen it. He's got it on, he's got it on uh, 4K. Let me just anyway, uh, put my IMDb list away. So there is a Russian bad guy in Triple X. Right. And he's literally, this is it. And he's like, hello, who is this? I am always after information. That's more French, French. than Russian, really, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. That was better than Kenneth Branagh in this film. Okay. It, the Elizabeth Debicki... Mm-hmm. Totally miscast in this film. All right, Robert Pattinson wasn't bad. Okay, he had the stiff upper lip. Upper lip. Upper lip what the hell? Upper That's lip-a. easy for me to say. He had the stiff upper lip, old mm. chap type of attitude to it. I liked him in this. Um, I have to. Yeah, say. yeah. I said he was I okay. Yeah, yeah. John smug. David Washington. I don't on, think. I don't think he has the. I don't think he has. He's a. He's a fine actor, but I don't think he has. The gravitas. The gravitas to hold such a film together, Ibra. It it was rubbish, man. It was. I mean, that, that's all. I could, it was. It was. Com- it was complete and utter shash. It wasn't yeah. even shash. It was shash light. All right, with the American spelling L I T E. Yeah. It was. I mean, the whole inversion thing got real tiring after a bit, and then they were inverting, and then. When they should have been inverting, they weren't inverting. I'm sure I, I saw that a couple of times. Once again, not being able to understand the dialogue in certain sections, mm, and yes. it was was very frustrating for me. I needed subtitles. I mean, I want to watch it again, and I want to watch it with subtitles. Okay. okay? Yep, I'm good. Yep. I mean, I've got a decent screen at home. I've got a decent setup at home. Okay. So uh, you know, thank God. So I will. I will endeavour to watch it again with subtitles. Mm-hmm. But I was. I mean, disappointed is 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 an understatement, really, for what I felt for this film. And I was really... I mean, this is the first cinema venture since... In months. Rise of the half Skywalker year. last yeah, year, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. right? More than half a year for me, because the last time I went, I haven't gone this calendar year okay. as yet, right? Um, and then the worst thing is, is I, I, I kept comparing it to Inception. I kept comparing, you know, especially the ending where he's got, you know, he loves this thing where he's got, um, uh, Christopher Nolan loves this thing where he's done it in Dark Knight Rises, he's done it in The Dark Knight, he's done even done it in Batman Begins where it culminates in uh, three or four main characters or, or side characters uh, endeavouring to... Common com- cause. Uh, co- co- you know, conclude the movie mm. in different in different settings okay uh, the the most epic for me of that was inception that i mean and and dark knight was quite good as well the way yeah, that, that culminated yeah, yeah. as yeah. well but here i just didn't care live die apocalypse no apocalypse i wanted the film to end i i wanted to be out of there and i've never i've never felt that way about even dark knight rises Oh, actually, no. <laughs> are you gonna say? Yeah. Are you gonna? No, I'm not are you gonna, gonna say, say what I think you're gonna say. say? I think this is his poorest film by a, a country mile. Mm. I think that high production value and a very interesting idea are not enough to get through. And I think 
at the end of it, I'm not one person who has to care about the individuals in a film. But if you're comparing John David Washington to Leonardo DiCaprio, yep, you're on a in inception. You, you, any Leonardo DiCaprio role, right? You, you're you're on a hiding to nothing, really, aren't mm. you? Okay. And the problem is, is he made this film so comparable to that masterpiece of Inception that it was impossible not to. It was impossible. When mm. you came out of the film, you could not compare it to any other film except Inception. Okay. I mean, yes, for clever usual suspects, things like this, but usual suspects didn't have this kind of budget, right? And it didn't yep. have this kind of scope to yep. it. Yep. Okay. I, mean, I could go on for a lot longer than this, but I will stop because I would like to know what you thought about it. But I was, I was very upset, basically. I think you still are. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, I'm, st I'm still You're upset. Visibly, because um, I just didn't care. I mean, I mean, mm. and 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 for me to come out of a, of a two and a half hour film and not care and not really think about. The actual, I mean, there's a moment when one of the scientists, when he's, he, he, they're working out the whole inversion thing. Yeah. And one of the scientists said to him, she actually says to him, try not to think about it. She actually says that to him. Try not to think about it. Okay. The amount of plot exposition yeah, in man. this film yeah, is me. insane. Yeah, it killed me. It there's killed at me. least 40 minutes of them ex just explaining. And yeah. The, the, did you not feel that the entire last sequence did that not look like the dream world that Leonardo DiCaprio and, and Marilyn uh, I'm dead uh, mm. Cotillard create in Inception did it not remind you of that the structures and things like I'm this I'm going to have to say no because I can't remember All right, it's, okay. it's something well, that well if, to, if you look into it it, it, yeah. it really was okay and I just didn't care man I just did not care and if he was, you know, if I, if we had the gravitas of our show to have him on, I would say, my friend Christopher, you are Explain. a genius, okay? And I have been so impressed with Dunkirk, the Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Memento, Inception. Did you say, did you say Dark Knight Rises as well? No, I didn't. Okay. Interstellar, okay? You know the difference is, is it was so loud in the cinema, right? And if you recall the scene, I hope I'm not spoiling it for anyone, but there's a scene in Interstellar where they're trying to link two ships. They're trying to link yeah, the yeah, air yeah, suit yeah, of two yeah, ships. Yeah, yeah. And Hans Zimmer's score is wonderfully playing in the background and the, the spaceships are rotating and they're trying to they're trying to synchronize the yeah, rotation. Beautiful. But it yeah, cuts. Yeah. Yep. It cuts to silence uh, with Matt yep. Damon in the thing. There was no silence in this. It was all mm. a throbbing, humming beat. A, a, a weird Euro trash techno soundtrack. I did. I did check it out, and Hans okay. isn't on this. No, he's it's, not. Uh, he's, uh, apparently, he wanted him, but uh, I he mean, was I'm glad. On, I'm glad he didn't. He was I'm glad he on didn't. something else. I'm, I'm really glad he didn't because you know it would have ruined his. Yeah. So it's Lud, uh, Ludwig Göransson, uh, Wonder Girl, and uh, I, Travis Scott. But I think he did a pretty good impression of trying to be Hans Zimmer. I, I thought the soundtrack did sound like it would have come out of a laboratory which had Hans Zimmer in it. I mean, it did sound like something he would have made I, I, personally. I don't I think, think. I, I think that the beauty of Hans Zimmer's scores is always there is a melancholy, melancholic or a silent section mm. to it. 
So there's always, you know, like, so stops. in Interstellar, yeah. it stops, it yeah, goes yeah. to a crescendo and you're like, oh, I can't take any more. Yeah, yeah. And then it stops and then it's got a lovely ding, ding, and then it brings it back in. Yep, yep. And then he builds it up again, mm -hmm. right? And as a filmmaker, that's something that you can use in a film because the actual structure of his music is very much like an action sequence interspersed with, with dialogue and with a bit of exposition, mm -hmm. as you'd expect in, in a complicated film. And then once again, the crescendo builds, right? And this... Uh, everything was a misstep for me. Every, every single the casting was a misstep. Okay, especially you know, and this is gonna sound like I'm a misogynist case, but she was awful. She was just really, really bad. And the way in which they go from heist to heist to heist to saving the world is a fallacy extraordinaire. You know, it. it, it I mean, it. Have you seen Revolver? I unfortunately have. Right. So, unfortunately, have I. Mm. And Revolver's arty, arty flair that Guy Ritchie wanted to show yep. had more heart than this entire film. I didn't care for any of the characters. <laughs> All right? And that usually doesn't bother yep. me. But yep. I, I wanted every character to die. Okay? <laughs> so, that takes okay. it to another level, right? Okay. So, okay. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. My... my the steam, the, the steam is is gonna go back in my ears. If you can disagree with anything I've said, I would love to hear okay. it. Okay, so I went in knowing that um, Christopher Nolan has this thing. So I went with the better half. We watched it together. Nice. And, and uh, I said, look, he's got this fascination with with time, and no doubt he will bring it into this film. So the whole thing kicked off. And if I'm completely honest with you, been looking forward to this for months Same. and months. Hadn't seen trailers, hadn't read any reviews, nothing. So um, sitting in, and the movie actually starts off with a heist. Did you did you notice that? And it straight away took me back to Dark Knight, and I thought, you know what, it's this not a heist. It's a well, rescue it's, operation. It's a rescue operation, but yeah. it reminded me very much. What of, were they saying with those masks on? Did you hear Hold, what they were saying with those masks on? No, I didn't. Hold on, but it yeah. took me back there, and I thought, this is going to be epic because the, the movie kind of kicked in, the music kind of kicked in straight away. Boom! If you missed the first thirty seconds. That's it. You kind of like missed it, but it started off like, and I thought this is going to be amazing. So it just, it just the the the, the um, action just kind of kept on ratcheting up. The music was the same. It kind of the, the the two kind of were having this kind of dance intertwining with each other, and I thought it was really really nicely done. That particular scene, right? Then um, next minute you see them uh, by this uh, train track, and I thought, okay, any minute now they're going to explain what's going on because I've had my little bit of action fix and now we're going to get down to the plot and all the rest of it. And from there, it just it went to this jarring place and it kept on doing... I found the editing from a classy outfit like Christopher Nolan. I felt that the editing was jarring at times and it just it didn't connect. There wasn't that fluidity. It didn't have... It wasn't seamless. And I thought... Hang on, this is bizarre. Is he trying to make a statement here by doing this? So I kept on watching it, and I thought, okay, any minute now they're going to explain. Any minute now they're going to explain. Any minute now it's going to calm down. The dust is going to settle, and we're going to get what the plot is about, right? It didn't happen. It didn't happen. And the amount of, like you said, plucked exposition. It did happen. It did. It did happen, but you just didn't care. This is the other thing. The plot exposition was off the chart mm. was off the chart and I agree with you Washington I think he's a fabulous actor he I think he's great in Black Klansman but in this he just didn't 
he, I, I don't think he had the presence. I don't understand like really arty and farty, but I don't think he had the presence. I don't think he had the gravitas. And I, I dare I say, I don't even think he maybe has the credibility as an actor, mainstream actor just yet to be leading a role like this, right? So I just didn't believe him. I thought um, Pattinson was fantastic. Mm. I disagree with you regarding El- Elizabeth Debicki. I thought from in terms of emotions and in terms of a storyline that you cared about, she was because of this whole child thing. I thought she was the one that I could relate to the most, believe it or not. Mm. That's my personal opinion. But and the, the end scene didn't quite make sense. I, I didn't. They, they it it just wouldn't stop. And honestly, at times I just wanted it to stop yeah. and say, you know what, this is what it's about. I got lost. Um, some parts were quite entertaining in the sense that, you know, you saw he, he kind of, I don't yeah. want to spoil it, but yeah. he sees a reflection and all the rest of it. Um, so there were decent bits. I thought the idea was great. I thought the execution was lacking massively. I, I don't even think the idea is great. I think the idea is something that you think of in primary school as you're doodling, thinking, oh, wouldn't it be great if everything went backwards? But then when you actually put that into a film, that means everything has to happen backwards, right? Yeah. Which means how are people going to understand what's going on? Unless you subtitle them, how will you understand what's going on? And then he uses an easy out with, anyway. There was actually a character from Call of Duty Modern Warfare in this. Did you see him? Yeah, the main... The the, the, the British uh, the, the, the British guy with the beard. Yeah. Did you not just think to yourself, this guy is from Modern Warfare 2 with his yeah. beard and everything. Yeah. yeah. Pants, okay? This film is... Com- I'm going to watch it again because I actually want to hear what they were saying and maybe it'll make a bit more sense right. to me. All right? I've heard loads of people going off... I've read about loads of people going off on one about how deep and... Um, apparently Sater, who is um, Kenneth Branagh's character, is an acronym for other things. I mean, you can you can read into whatever you're going to read into, okay? This was a massive misstep from mm. Christopher Nolan. And I think when you look back on his, on his canon of work, I think this will be very, very, for me, very, very near the bottom, if not at the bottom. Out of 10. A four. Wow. A four out of ten. And those four are for the action sequences which mildly amused me, mildly entertained me. It's time to go and find Christopher Nolan and <laughs> shake him. Okay, I've got one for you. Ready? Mm. Mm. Do you know how much 312 times 123 is? 38376. He's right. What? He's right. He's right? Yeah. Ray. How much is four three four three times one Rain two Man. three? Yeah, it's Rain Man. Charlie it's a good Babbitt, film. Charlie Babbitt. Uh, Rain Man, of course. Um, Nineteen eighty-eight. Tom Cruise. Drama. Tom Cruise. Trump. 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 Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. And of course, Starring Dustin Trump. Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. I think Tom Cruise won. No, Dustin Hoffman won the Oscar. Dustin Hoffman did, but Tom Cruise was nominated. I think. I think you're right. I think yeah. Tom Cruise was just playing himself. To be honest with you, in that. Did yeah, you get that feeling? Yeah, selfie-loving. The narcissistic. Yeah, yeah. Narcissistic. Yeah, it's narcissistic. Narcissistic, it? yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd say narcissistic. Okay, um, so um, Christopher Nolan, you'd give it six. Uh, sorry, Christopher Nolan. Uh, Tenet, you'd give it six out of ten. No, four. Right, I'd give it six out of ten. Right, six out of ten is, 
I've been giving other films that and, I, and, and I've enjoyed a lot more yeah. than six. I mean, you, you have I, to take out the fact that this must have a budget of something like 250, 300 million. All right. So it's going to look, mm. a, it's going to look a lot. I know, it looked amazing. It looked than, amazing. Than these I mean, the, the fight sequences I mean, at the end, look, I mean, the, with, the, with the building, yeah, you, it's incredible. I knew what was going to happen. Mm. All right. But it happens in all I don't all mind films. knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. Because sometimes, as you like to say, it's the journey. I just did not care how it happened. I wanted it to happen as quickly as possible so I could get out You know, out sometimes of when you have a reliable friend and that reliable friend lets you down epically on one occasion. I'm you, just borrowing the DVD, man. I'll no, give it back to you. <laughs> no, you, you, you kind of forgive that friend and you think, you know what? Don't worry. Let's just give it one more go. So I will give um, Tenet one more go because I think... It's worthy. We'll watch it together. Because we'll of watch it together. Okay. All right. Yep. We'll, I'm gonna have to put the subtitles on because yep. I can't hear what's going on. Yep. And we will give it another chance. Okay. I think my TV's. I think his a body bit, of a little, work. A little uh, mine's OLED, so you yep. want to watch on an OLED or his something. His body like that. of work, I think, um, makes it such that we owe him, I think, another visit of Tenet, and then we, we can make a decision. Oh, I've made my decision. Okay, well, all right. I mean, it's well, only going to go up by make, one because I know what happens in the entire film. We can film. make another decision. Happy? I refuse to. Okay. Project Power. I mean, Project Power 2020. Um, it's action crime sci-fi. It's uh, a Netflix-made uh, movie. Um, it stars um, Jamie Foxx, JGL, or Joseph Gordon-Levitt, as we call him. We like Dominique him. Fishback. We do like him. Um when a pill that gives its users unpredictable superpowers for five minutes hits the streets of New Orleans, Orleans, a teenage dealer and a local cop must team with an ex-soldier to take down the group responsible for his creation. It's directed by Henry Joost and Ariel Shulman, and it's written by Matson Tomlin. This, was, this has been in the top ten. This has been it? in the top ten for a while. It's absolute rubbish. Okay. <laughs> it is. Are you just in a bad mood? No, no. It's absolute <laughs> dross. Okay. It is. It is literally pandering to the Fast and Furious and uh, and uh, no. crank Are you serious and no, uh, no. you know no, no, that no. kind no, of crowd. No, 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 we don't do it, that. Uh, jo- Joseph, do Joseph Gordon Levitt, who usually is really good, is phoning this in from mm. his beach house, which I'm sure he's been able to pay for from by the proceeds of this film. It is absolute rubbish, right? The acting is terrible. I'm not a Jamie Foxx fan anyway. I'll I'm put that a, out there. Yeah, I'll same. put that out there. I'm not a same. fan of his at all. But, I mean, he is spectacularly rubbish in this, mm. right? The plot is so dumb that I actually, <laughs> you know, I actually... Lost brain cells while I was watching say, it. Did you drop an IQ? I dropped. I mean, IQ if I go any lower, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have gone full re, full retard. I'm gonna <laughs> seriously. But negative th- numbers. Th- this is. Yeah. If you have an hour, how long is it? Uh, an hour and fifty three to spare. Yeah. Bang your head against a brick wall for an hour and fifty three minutes rather than watch this film because it is absolute pants. All right, Tenet has not done this to me. I watched this before Tenet, and when I was watching it, what I thought to myself, "It's so crap. It's so bad that I, I, I mean, I watched it and I thought, how has this been made?'" It's got Jamie Foxx in it, so right? that's how it's been made. And the villain, and oh my god, it's so bad that I, you, you, you there are moments when you're watching it and you think to yourself, "Oh my gosh." 
they really went in that direction. It's so cliched. The soundtrack is so it's just rubbish, man. I mean, it's just seriously. I I thought to myself, how is this in the top ten of Netflix yeah. for so long? Usually, the top ten of Netflix is you know you can you can kind of get into it a little bit, right? But this was rubbish. And the worst thing is, is they're going to make more. They're definitely going to make more. This this at the moment, this is on a six point naught on IMDb, which is a fabulously of, of high 45,000 there 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 is, that, is, that, is a high score considering how rubbish you think it is is it as bad as tenant or is it worse oh this is much worse than i would i would watch tenant four times over than watch <laughs> another 50, uh, 15 minutes of this i mean it is okay. just well I, at least tenant had an idea yeah. this is rubbish okay good i will not be watching that one. I will not be watching that. Okay, I'll tell you what I did see recently, right? Uh, and I haven't finished seeing it all. Um, this was a... This is kind of like a documentary film crime TV miniseries by our friends um, across the pond, HBO, home um, box office, of course. Um, and usually they'd make very, very high-end, top-quality billing stuff, right? Um, this is called... I'll be gone in the dark, or as I like to call it, and I'll be gone. And stop it, man! <laughs> I'm, I'm literally in no mood today. All right, okay. seriously. So this is made in 2020, and I'll read you the synopsis: gripping examination of the unsolved crimes of the Golden State Killer who terrorized California in the 1970s and 1980s. Now, and it's got 7.4 on, on IMDb. Now, needless to say, this is not the kind of stuff that you should be watching with your family because it's pretty heavy. It's about um, Killing and um, you know, kind of all kinds of uh, assault that uh, took place over the 70s and 80s in mainly in in California, Northern California areas like Sacramento, Stockton, um, uh, possibly LA. I can't remember now. Starring Patton Oswalt, Paul Haynes, and Lauren Orlando. So, the idea behind this is, um, you know, you get online communities and you get some kind of busybodies who kind of get together and they want to um, solve crimes like that don't F with cats yeah yeah like that sort of thing now this follows a particular woman who um, goes by the name of Michelle McNamara and they, it follows her journey as to how she became a kind of online sleuth and how she made it her life's um, ambition, a mission to try to solve this particular, uh, the, these particular murders and the, these heinous crimes that took place in 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 in, in America. Um, it, it's shot pretty well. It's um, it's got the actual people who helped her. She's passed away, so you see videos of her, you know, when she was live and and talking about the crimes. Uh, you get uh, um, you get to hear from uh, people who knew of her and her passion of crime and the fact that she wrote blogs and all this kind of stuff. So from that point of view, really quite interesting. I felt I wanted to know more about the actual um, crimes and the, the, the kind of, you know, the nitty gritty side of it. Whereas I felt too often it would kind of... Glossed over? Not so much glossed over, but focused and concentrated on the characters, her as yeah, a person, her as that. a writer, as opposed to what went on and I think I would have preferred more of that dramatization of this is what could have happened as opposed to, uh, 
this is a this is a prevailing talking. comment that we're both doing for a lot of things at the moment, aren't we? Fear City versus New York. That was more character based rather than yeah. event based. Yeah. And there was something else that we watched as well. I can't remember what it was. It was. was it was. It, I would say it, it's the the topic was was great. I mean, I, I love reading up about it and and yeah. and watching it. So Zodiac was. I like Patton Oswalt as well. Oh, okay. He's the voice of um, the rat in Ratatouille. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. right. Okay. Do you oh, not hear no. it? He's got that squeaky. No, no. I did, I did, I did, Wait, am I thinking of the right guy? Maybe, maybe I don't know. I'm not sure. But it was. I mean, it's been getting like seven and a halfs on, on, on IMD, which, which is pretty good. I, realistically, I'd probably give it about a six. Wow. Okay. I mean, but it, it, decent enough. It's score, Netflix, isn't it? It's HBO. It's not on um, All right, Netflix on, at the moment. It'll probably be on but, Sky Atlantic um, or something. Then, isn't probably. It? But considering it's a it's an HBO production, I, I, I just wanted more meat on the bone, and all too often I was given gravy. Mm. Do you have any chips? To dunk no, on? I didn't get any chips either, which which was uh, incredibly annoying. So there goes that one. How long is it? Um, each episode is about fifty minutes to fifty to sixty minutes, and, and the six the six of them. So it's a mini series. Right. But if have you're you if you're Lovecraft really country, if you're really into that kind of thing, worth watching. If it's not really your cup of tea, then I would say do not pour yourself that particular beverage. Okay. So you know, there you go. Lord of War. Uh, Lord of War. Starring our crazy uh, friend. Yeah. So um, Lord of War from two thousand and five. Uh, action, crime, drama. I'm surprised you just saw this. And I'm, no, I've seen it before. Oh, you've seen it before. I okay, just rewatched right. it recently. Oh, okay, okay. I had a bout of um, insomnia, mm. so I just ended up watching what stuff. You, yeah, okay. Right. So an arms dealer confronts the morality of his work as he's being chased by an Interpol agent. So it's directed by Andrew Nichol. No relation by to Andrew Steve. Nichol. No Steve, no. Mm. <laughs> Running down that wing. Uh, starring Nicolas Cage, Ethan Hawke, Jared Leto, um, Ian Holmes as well, I think, is in it. It's a very good film. I liked it. I think yeah. it's a very good film. It lays its cards out on the table very early on. Um, it, it's based on a variety of um, arms dealers around at the time. Uh, one in particular, it's based on which is... I can't remember his name. One second, I'll just find it for you. I thought there were very strong performances yeah, from... from uh, Vic, Victor Bout, uh, right. uh, who was a former Soviet officer. I thought... I thought Ethan Hawke and Jared Leto and Nick Cage were, were yeah, great in this. I mean, the, the, the underlying message is, you know, the hypocrisy of, of, of the major democracies, really, wasn't it? Mm. You know, that the... the uh, you know, he always says, if, if I don't sell them, then someone else is someone going else to sell them. The, yeah. Uh, and there's a you know at the end you find that the the biggest suppliers of of arms are actually the UK the US France and China uh, and they're all members of the UN Security Council as well the irony so of that, yeah there are some really striking scenes I mean the actual opening is wonderfully done where you basically see a bullet from its inception you follow it from a, a point of view from the bullet being created and made. And then shot mm. in some African uh, nation. Um, it's it's it's, it's powerful. The, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's it's stuff. it's powerful. Um, this is one of uh, Nick Cage's. Uh, I know he's a he's a very marmite mm. guy, uh, but he, he keeps getting hired. To be fair to him, he keeps getting hired, um, and I think this is one of his better performances. 
Um, it doesn't it, it doesn't come across too preachy. Um, uh, Ethan Hawke is good, uh, and I think I think this is this is a film where if you if you've got a couple of hours to spare, definitely check it out. I would give it I would give it a hearty thumbs up for sure. I'd give this about six and a half seven out of ten at least, because uh, it's the second time I've watched it and I was engrossed as, as engrossed and interested in it as I was the first time I watched it, which was actually in 2005, so a heck of a long time so ago. So I saw it at the cinema when it first came out, right. and I thought, well, this is this is a really interesting film. I actually thought, this is actually really interesting. And then I remember watching it maybe uh, four or five years later, and it's a solid two hours. I mean, this is not yeah. a short film, and I remember the two hours just flying by. So I think it's something that's... It's a, uh, it, it's a crime action drama but it's something that will uh will will keep you will keep you very much entertained there's a solid message Definitely, in this yeah. it's got a clear um conscience it's well acted yeah i thought the script was good very good uh there's no um uh, there's no uh, dud scenes th- there aren't like any this, dud yeah. scenes no no none whatsoever and i think as nick cage movies come i would argue this is probably one of his better he's, ones he's well i would say it's in his top two maybe three films he's done Go which on. is quite easy to say ones. i mean um the rock arizona raising arizona raising arizona uh this and the rock rock was entertaining i wouldn't say he, he was it was a particularly leaving good las vegas probably leaving las vegas i'd say yeah i mean that film was so depressing yeah the, but, the, but, but, the, but a very the, strong no, no. strong movie i haven't finished that film was so depressing that the script writer committed suicide that's not even a joke that is actually what happened uh, am I allowed to say that I enjoyed it or leaving Las Vegas yeah I mean I thought it was wow. decent I mean, well, how'd you okay. get your kicks um, <laughs> using a football yeah yes moving on <laughs> moving on swiftly um, Lebowski big the big Lebowski okay so I remember watching this it's from 1990 I remember it's watching a this uh, a long classic. long long time ago the dude uh, Jeff the Dude Lebowski, mistaken for a millionaire of the same name, seeks restitution <laughs> for his ruined rug a and enlists his bowling buddies to help get it. So it's directed by Joel Ethan Cohen. Cohen Brothers, I should say. Uh, the Cohen Brothers, who are um, very good, I have to say. Mm. Their body of work is, is impressive. Um, it's written by them as well. It's starring Jeff Bridges, John Goodman, Julianne Moore, John Goodman in this. Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Um, Good cast, isn't it? It's got a great cast, and it's a fun film. I did watch it literally within the last couple of days, and does it still hold? It, the it, psychedelic it, scenes. It, I mean, the psychedelic scenes are a bit weird. Mm. Um, the soundtrack's great. I mean, they always have a way of of, of quite eclectic soundtracks in their films. Uh, and yeah, I, I remember. Well, when I was watching, I thought, you know, I, I'm really enjoying the soundtrack. It's quite. It's music that I wouldn't really yeah. listen to, right? Um, John Goodwin steals the show by. He's brilliant. Um, he's brilliant. By a yeah. length and a half, you know, yeah. he's he is fantastic yeah. in this. Really, really good. And Better than Jeff Bridges. He's, Jeff Bridges yeah, he's. Right? Yeah, I mean, every scene that John Goodman is in, you you're like, I want more John. He's Goodman. intense. He <laughs> is intense. And <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I think, I think some of the yeah, things that happen. Listen to the dude. Yeah, some of the things that happen in this are insane, and it's 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 a it's a very quirky film, as you'd expect from the Coen Brothers. It's very uh, Fargo, Simple Blood, um, you know. Um, 
It's a Coen Brothers film. It's a Coen Brothers film. If you go into it thinking it's not going to be a Coen Brothers film, then you'll be severely disappointed. But yeah, it's 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 definitely worth a watch. Would you would you classify it as a sports film? And if you and if you do, no, it's a comedy. It's a comedy. Comedy sports. I mean, I mean, there is a bit of there's a bit of bowling in it. I mean, do you consider bowling to be a sport? Why not? Some of the finest sportsmen in the world are bowlers. Are they? I'm trying to make it legitimate. Yeah. I mean, trying well, to make don't. it. Okay. But yeah, I mean, eight point one on IMDb. What would you give it? Yeah, I'd give it a seven. I'd give it a seven yeah. out of ten. There are some really funny moments. And I think I'd uh, give it maybe seven and a half. You know, I like the ending. I like yeah. the ending of it as well. Uh, I think that's Whoa, one stop, one the, thing. Hold, the Coen hold, brothers, hold, 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 hold. You like the ending? Yeah, I think one thing the Coen Brothers do know how to do is end a movie. No Country for Old Men. But that was the ending I, of I the actual it. book. Yeah, well, I love. I, I I like the ending, but I'm surprised you like the ending. No, I really liked it. Was it was just two men sit, sitting down saying, "Yep, no country for all men." Type yeah, of thing. Yeah, Lena, as in, you know. No, this I really, is not... I really liked it. Oh, okay, I really oh. liked it. You've uh, surprised me. Mm, well, surprise is my middle name. Is it? No. No. Um, this I I really I really really liked this film when I first saw this. But I will get you to talk about it because I know you saw it recently. Um, Zodiac. I just watched it yesterday, actually. Yeah. So um, uh, Zodiac, 2007, a crime drama mystery in the late 1960s, early 1970s. A San Francisco cartoonist becomes an amateur detective obsessed with tracking down the Zodiac killer, an unidentified individual who terrorizes Northern California with a killing spree. Um, it's directed by David Fincher. It's written by James Vanderbilt and uh, Robert Graysmith, who's the cartoonist uh, um, previously mentioned. Mm-hmm. It's starring Jake Jake Gyllenhaal, Robert Downey Jr., Mark Ruffalo. Um, there's loads of other faces in this that you'd recognise as well, but they're the main uh, main protagonists, I think, in this film. And great performances by all. This. I really like Jake Gyllenhaal. It's it's, it's it's an interesting film. All right, it's. One of David Fincher's better films, I would say. Mm. I mean, I know The Social Network gets a lot of plaudits, but nothing really gets in the way for me. Seven and Fight Club, I mean, they literally can have a fight with each other to the top spot in David literally. Fincher's can Yeah, literally. How do two films literally have a fight? Well, you just get the DVD boxes. And you're oh, right. Like that, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then, uh, you know, um, I wasn't a real fan of The Social Network. Um, I really liked it. I enjoyed uh, yeah, it. Yeah, I was. I mean, uh, but you, okay. you don't you don't like the lead. Do no, you? it doesn't matter for me if I like the lead or not. I just didn't think it was a very good film. Okay, but by the by, it does have a little of TV movie. It does um, vibe to it. Feel yeah, and also given the fact that David Fincher has directed a lot of episodes of Mindhunter, which we've discussed mm. previously on this. It's. Did you get? I got the. I got that yep. real feel. Now, I get it. I, I see yeah, it now that you've, from, you've no, highlighted. I mean, it. I only got it when I watched the Zodiac Mine. recently. I okay, thought, good. oh right, that's the kind of, you know, the the eerie look of an individual under suspicion, and it's a, it's a really good film. It's it's quite complicated in certain areas, and um, it the the the, the build up of the characters is really really well done. Uh, you 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 feel for people, you dislike people, and it's a different age isn't it you know late late 60s yes. early 70s yes. america is but it's is, done very is, well it, it is done really it. really well you, and you would believe what you see on the screen like it's it it's, on, it's on netflix at the moment and it's 100% for real 
worth a watch. You know, you, you it's a long, you, it's a long, watch. It, it's a long film. Two it's hours, two, two hours and 40, thirty-seven minutes. Yeah. Um, this is Jake uh, Gyllenhaal's um, one of his better roles for me. Mm. I think he was good in End. Of, was it End of Watch? He was in End of Watch. He was good he in End of Watch. End, yeah. He was good in Jarhead as well. But I, I think this was. Um, I think he plays that geeky, you know, socially. Uh, inadequate kind of individual quite well. I think it's a persona that I think he, it was a great performance. I loved his tick. Yeah, he had that little. I think thing if, going what, on one thing I also noticed is Robert Downey Jr. He's just plays Robert Downey Jr. Doesn't he? he just plays Tony Stark? Sorry, doesn't he? In everything, yeah, pretty much. yeah. Obviously, yes. he's playing Tony Stark uh, without the the money and the science behind yeah, him. Yeah. In this, but I it agree. is kind of you're thinking, is this just Tony Stark as a journalist? It is just Tony Stark as a journalist. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, Mark lot, Ruffalo. Uh, Mark Ruffalo was, Mark, was a. I like Mark Ruffalo in, yeah. in most things. I think he's a good actor. I think he's a good actor. And this is this is Americana at its most vulnerable, really, isn't it? This is, you know, the the, the Make America Great. You could you could imagine some of the places where they've got the Make America Great Again kind of caps on, isn't yeah. it? And you kind of, you know, this is what they, the kind of life they want to go back to. It kind of feels like that, you yeah. know? Um, but yeah, two two thumbs up for me. It's 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 a cracking watch, and it's um it's it's quite brutal in areas. Mm. I have to say, I was I was surprised at the brutality. Um, we won't talk about the ending, but I loved the way they just hang you in suspense. I just you I just have talked about. Well, I I mean I haven't because I haven't. Well, really no, said, you, you have. Well, no, I haven't. No, because I'm not going to talk about the ending, yeah. but here's the ending no, but for I you. I just love the way that it, it, I just thought, oh man, because I remember seeing this when I was uh, mid late twenties. Genuinely, you couldn't I, have I seen th- it in your mid twenties. Came out in two thousand and seven. Yeah, it was mid twenties, isn't it? So I just remember seeing this um, when I was 27. Happy. Um, I, I really liked it, man. Yeah. I, I, I thought it struck a chord uh, and I thought he, this guy, Fincher, knows how to make a crime drama thriller. I, I mean, obviously he peaked with seven, in my opinion, but um, no, Fight Club th- th- this... Fight Club, I wasn't a huge fan of. If I'm completely honest, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, my yeah, yeah, yeah. Golly don't, gosh! Don't don't judge me, but I thought this and Zodiac were his two are his two standout pieces of um, of work. And so I, you, I just you got to jump fabulous. back into Mindhunter because I just think after watching this, I feel like rewatching Mindhunter season two because right. you, I and I, I did feel I did feel while I was watching this that at two hours thirty seven, it's a long film. Mm. It could have been longer. I think if he Obviously, this is two thousand and seven, so the the box sets that we're used to weren't. I mean, they were starting to come out about then, I suppose, but not oh, really. They came out before then, surely. No, but not not to the Netflix level, not to the you know Mindhunter kind of okay. nine one hour plus right, right, okay. kind of episodes yep. that you've got now. I think he could have. I think potentially even made a really good series out of this. It is a great film, though. I'm not detracting yeah. from that. It is a great film. And um, watch it. I've seen it. Make your own mind up. I've seen it. I'm not talking to you. Oh, right. Well, you are talking to me. I'd give it a seven, seven. (laughs) Well, I'd rather not. (laughs) I'd give it a seven, seven and a half. And uh, that's a wrap for this week, folks. You okay? No, I'm still angry. Still angry with Tenet. Uh, I'm Ibs, he's Raz, and that was another episode of Movies, TV and Tangents. Thank you for listening and putting up with us as always. Remember, if you want to find out more and want to see what sort of films and TV series we have reviewed, then you can visit us on Instagram uh, using the 
handle thingy bob thing at movies tv and tangents and if you miss any of the uh, podcasts or any of the shows then you can visit apple podcasts as well as spotify to catch up that's all for this week um anything else you want to say about tenant tenant be gone and he will not <laughs> be gone we'll watch it together and listen let's we have it. to i think with yeah. subtitles we have to and I, I really would love to hear one with- what the professional critics actually think about this because uh, I've seen a couple of The Guardians giving it five stars and Total Films giving it five stars and I'm honestly thinking what are they seeing in this Oh, he, start, he started again. Uh, one word to describe Tenet. Rubbish. Over and out. Uh.